Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And it is post-election day, so we are back to record a podcast. And I have missed this a lot, actually. We are sitting on the couch of the newest Bangor City Councilwoman. Yes, I am the newest councilwoman, which means there are now... Four of the nine counselors are women, which is the most it's ever been. We're pretty sure we think three was the max last year, and now it's up to four. And it's pretty uh, exciting. It's pretty cool. I would just like people to go all the way back to episode, I don't know, might have been two, three, or four, (laughs) and maybe multiple times in between, where Gretchen was very fired up about the politics, and I would tell her, you need to go for, you need to run for office, and then she'd, So then she goes out one night and a stranger tells her she should do it. And then she's all in. Well, someone I knew, but. Oh, it was. It was someone you knew. It's sort of like. I don't remember. I remember just getting the text messages. It's sort of like when your mom tells you, you're so smart. Like, yeah, yeah, you're my mom. Of course you think (laughs) I'm smart. (laughs) So, yes, I ran for city council and won. I also, I know there's at least one or two episodes where I say, oh, I'm never going to run. No, I can't. No, You did. Yeah. You totally said that. So tell, I want to hear now that it's over, what do you think was the most challenging part? Because I actually had some, what's it, tran- projected. Counter-transference yeah, of counter- anxiety. Yes. Counter-transference <laughs> anxiety from her election. And I never anticipated to feel this way. I never even really thought about candidates when they were running. I just thought, oh, those people are so passionate that they believe everything they say, so they're not affected at all emotionally by anything. And then Gretchen um, did her live, first live event from Valentine's Footwear. And I was so sick. I think we recorded shortly thereafter. Yeah. And I was. Then I got sick after. I was watching it and I felt so anxious. For her, and then I just felt that way the entire way through the election. Like I felt, like, I kind of felt like I was carrying the anxiety, even though it had nothing to do with me. Yeah, it was the the hardest part. The hardest part was I, I, uh, I wasn't able to go out and knock on doors like you're supposed to, like everyone says you should, and I just wasn't able to do it just because of like so many other things happening yeah and so I felt really guilty about that that I wasn't able to do it so when I won I was like I didn't work hard enough to win so even before that I had talked to Ingrid and said look you know like all these other things are happening which I'll talk about in a future episode but all these other things are happening and so I have not been able to do my best for this and not and so I probably won't win and I know I tell you to do your best and so just know that I'll run next year and next year I'll be able to focus and really give a lot more than I was able to this time and instead I've been focusing and doing my best for all these other things and she understood she was like yeah okay I know so then I won. <laughs> now, so like my friends are like, oh, so we're going to be like, I don't got to do my best. Yeah. <laughs> I can just do whatever. Um, so I felt really guilty about knocking on doors. But my friend uh, who got to tell me that I won, and I'll tell that story in a minute, yeah. was like, Gretchen, you've been knocking on doors your whole life. You just haven't walked up to one and actually knocked on a door. So he was saying, you know, people know you. You're so active and involved and out there. People know who you are. They trust you. They believe in you. And, you know, you didn't have to go 
introduce yourself to people because you are introduced yourself to people your whole life. So, and that's probably true just because I do a lot of different things. I do get involved. I do different activities and different events and different stuff. So, so that's probably what carried me is that I'm already really super super involved. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also I, I think that I, I said to you, the doors are, I don't know. I mean, I, it may make it. I'm sure it makes a difference because everyone does it. But the research says it makes a huge difference. It, yeah, but it it really as a, as a voter, it, it drives me crazy. I hate it when they mm-hmm. knock on my door. It makes me like a person less. I'd rather see them in an authentic situation. I'd rather see them present at uh, events and meetings that really matter. I'd rather see them involved in this, with the school. You know, the big heroin an opiate epidemic that's what we're dealing with now and just showing up to things like that and seeing that they are prepared and involved in the community then have them just knock on my door and tell me that they are you know like show me don't just tell me and don't knock at my door at seven o'clock at night yeah when I have little kids right so so that was and I did do like when I was getting signatures I did do some doors in our neighborhood and met some people there and you know that might have been some of the Ten, 10. <laughs> votes that I won by. So this is the other part is that I won. There were three spots. There were seven candidates. And I came in third. Ten votes ahead of number four. And I have to laugh because I am always say I'm an educator first. I'm a teacher first. I'm a, I'm a teacher first and a geek second. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. Teacher. I'm a teacher. So, of course, my own election becomes a teachable moment for people <laughs> to look at. So one of the things that's interesting is that as I have been talking to people, so many people, way more than 10, are have said, I'm so glad I voted. I was one of those 10. Like everybody, and it's true, like yeah. every single person that voted for me was one of those 10. Right. That was 10 more. So I had a coworker who came, um, had just gotten diagnosed with strep throat and had a face mask on. And came and voted. I had somebody who stopped and gave me a hug and said, you're the only reason I came to vote today. I had somebody who I grew up with who came in and just grabbed me, gave me a big hug and said, I am so damn proud of you. <laughs> I told all my coworkers, all my friends, you've got to vote for her. <laughs> so so I had all these other connections literally from people that I've known from when I was like three up until now who were supporting me. And so that was that was kind of cool. It was kind of neat to get all that encouragement. And it was a record turnout crazy turnout. Was it a record? I I haven't seen like the final was. numbers on to compare to other years, but it was crazy. They did not expect it to be as busy as it was because it was a midterm. They said it was like a presidential level style turnout. Um some people waited in line for 2 hours. One of my friends had a, brought her kids because I take my kids to vote cuz I want to mm-hmm. show them. And what she brought her kids and just was not expecting a 2 hour wait. So it was quick to get your ballot, quick to fill it out and then a 2 hour wait to slide it through the machine. So the polls closed at 8. The last ballot was entered at 9.15. Wow. So people that brave those lines, like, I'm like, and thank you. You know, it's, and it, part of it is bad. Like, it shouldn't be a wait like that to vote. It should, like, there should be some sort of, like, express lane where you can drop your ballot and let someone else scan it in or something. I did that. They didn't do that later in the day, though. Oh, they didn't? No, they took that away. I don't know what happened if it filled oh. up. I don't know what the issue was. Yeah, so, because the line was super long, and it was in the middle of the day, and I just needed to get yeah. out of there, so they let me put it in a um, locked box. They Well, they stopped doing that at some point. Weird. Uh, they did let the um, person with the face mask <laughs> skip the line. 
I was like, maybe that should be like a tactic. Just walk in there and like <laughs> make your eyes look all red and put yourself in a face mask and start coughing and be like, no, it's fine. I'll sit in this line for two hours surrounded by thousands of people. Uh, but no, they, they stopped that. So part of it is like, it sucks. It shouldn't be that, shouldn't take that long to vote. But the other part is like so many people turned out. It was kind of nice in general to see society turning out to vote, which was which was kind of nice. Um, Who brought the pizza? Just some volunteers, some people who just brought pizza. At the end, they brought pizza. So as people left who had been waiting there for two hours through their dinner hour, uh, you know, like if they were there from six to eight, um, you could get a piece of pizza on the way out. You couldn't go into the lines and do it. You had to they had to wait at the end of the line. But they handed out pizza and that was cool. So the so one of the things that was frustrating about running, I'm just going to put this out there for anyone who's thinking about running. And this is very simple. Do not buy the paper signs. Oh, the ones you bought? Yes. Okay. I bought the paper signs thinking that it was more environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that it is because so many of them were eaten (laughs) by the environment after I put them out. I put out I put out probably a hundred I bought a hundred and fifty I think I put out like a hundred and forty I had I kept a couple backups and I don't know, most of them are gone yeah like they blew I would drive by and I would see where the frame was and the paper was gone and then the in the paper part wasn't like next to it or down the street or caught in a bush it was just gone so I have this horrible vision of all of my signs at the bottom of the Kanduskeg killing fish or something like that so if i ever run again i'm getting they have the corrugated plastic signs which are probably a whole lot easier to put together Mm because i had used so many staples and stuff and you would see all the paper signs are gone and the plastic signs were there they survived the wind and the rain so if you ever run just spring for the plastic signs i think those are recyclable too Um, well the ones that you have the really nice colorful ones Mm -hmm. are those what what's that made out of Fabric. Yeah, the so, fabric signs. Those yeah. are amazing. I almost feel like 40 of those, which cost a fortune, oh, I yeah, know, yeah. are better than 2,000 of those paper signs. Those were donated, and those are about $200 a piece. Wow. And the and that's not counting the frames, because I reused frames that they had. So I have a friend who works for a company that does tension fabric structures, and they, they do, like, if you ever go to a trade show... They do like the things that hang from the ceiling or the booze or all of that. And so my and it's right here. And my friend um, from childhood designed my sign and donated those. So those were really nice. Those look good good on the um, on the street. Like I had one on the street going to the polling place. And that one, Dave finally figured out how to make those stay up because those kind of were like a sale, too. They would flip over. But Dave got that one to stay up. So that was good. So, yeah. So I have those. But the the bulk signs don't get the paper ones that's my one rule yeah so any and so what are your questions you want to interview me about yeah so i wanted to know what you thought the most difficult part of running was because i mean i was saying how i was anxious but that was just me you never appeared anxious at all to me the difficult part would be introducing myself to other people the few times i did do doors Mm -hmm. that was challenging for me because I'm the same way I don't want you to knock on my door so why am I knocking on someone's door when I know I wouldn't want to get knocked on my door right the part that was easy that other people would find intimidating were things like the valentine party the um the council forum that was televised and we sat at the little 
dyads where I'll actually have a seat now, which is so <laughs> weird. And having to answer those questions and do all that, that didn't phase me a bit. But I think that that comes from being a teacher. Yeah. And I know how to talk to a crowd and I know how to pace myself and they had timing rules. And I was and at the end, the one was like, oh, you're the only you're like not the only one. But she commented on how I followed her signals and also followed them to the point that I could end my thought before the time was up. So it wasn't like I was cut off mid sentence. Yeah. And it sounded a, I think it just sounds a little bit more polished. And I did a lot, ton of research on things that I haven't had to research before. So that and that was kind of interesting just to see what what the numbers are for various things in the city. Like I researched if I wanted to take the bus to work, how long would it take? What would the route be? Mm-hmm. Be an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. And I, mean, I what do you live um, three miles? Less than three miles. Wow. But because there's no route that goes there that connects, you have to go downtown, then go to the airport mall. And there's and the school is not on the any of the downtown routes. There's no like express bus. And actually someone today just came up to me and said, Hey, now that you're a city councilor uh, some of our international students have been telling me it takes an hour and a half to get here on the bus and they don't have driver's licenses or cars because they are not local. And so I was like, I'm already on that because I mapped that out myself. Like, oh, maybe I could ride the bus to work one day. And like, yeah, if I wanted to spend three hours on the bus to go three miles. Wow. So but like there's a transit study that's going to come up. So I, learning all those things was really interesting. And did you have anyone uh, anyone be rude to you or challenge you in any kind of way no one was really rude to me um everyone was really pretty nice but I but I mean it's one of those things that I think it's easy to be nice to me because I haven't made any decisions for the city yet right so once I start getting in there and voting on things and taking stands on things then it's gonna it's gonna make people mad like it's no I'm never gonna make everyone happy no and I knew that going in and I know that now and Someone said that. I said, yeah, but I'm also a parent and I never make them happy. So I'm used to mm-hmm. having people be mad at me. Um, so I think it'll be diff- more more difficult if I rerun in three years for reelection because then I'll have a record and I don't have a record. People you know, know me from all my community service activities and not my um, political. I don't have I don't have political activities. So what time did you find out? Oh, my God. So let me talk about the day of first. (laughs) So I initially it's the day that I teach and I was initially going to go shake hands and go teach and then come back. And the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, if if I was sick on that day, I wouldn't hesitate to call out sick. So I'm just going to I'm just going to set up an alternative assignment. So my students had a whole thing separate thing they had to do and I messaged them on Monday and said I'm not going to have class tomorrow so do this assignment instead and um and and I also sent them so here's information on how to vote if you're interested in voting tomorrow and I really one of the, actually one of the hard things is that I use social media in my class and because I didn't want to have it violate my own teaching personal code of ethics I could even though I'm pretty verbose on social media I felt like I couldn't campaign on social media yeah and like say vote for me vote for me vote for me because I didn't I don't ever want anyone to think that I was indoctrinating my students making them use Twitter to make them vote for me right I didn't want like so I'd never I I said it like like there were like three times and I kind of did I put like a disclaimer like FYI I'm on the ballot I'm not going to be campaigning on social media because I use this Twitter in my class but if you have any questions please feel free to DM me or have a private conversation so I did that what I'm not teaching I can you know 
now that I'm elected, I have no problems talking about city issues if there is one, especially if it's, you know, oh, the leaf truck is out or those city warnings that different councillors share. They'll be fine. But I didn't want to campaign and have it be seen like I'm campaigning in my classroom. Yeah. So I kept it very quiet. Um, so that was hard. So anyway, I gave them the I gave them the class off. I actually saw several students during my class hour come through and vote. And instead, I spent the whole day <laughs> from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. shaking hands. <laughs> and that was uh, that was really interesting, honestly, like the number of people that vote and the different types of people that vote and finding out I, people that I didn't even realize lived in Bangor that I thought they lived in one of the suburbs. I, apparently they live in Bangor. I actually checked and they came through and and seeing people. And I had so many people. I actually counted. I had 38 people hug me and I'm not like a super hugger. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I've ever hugged you before today. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. people came in and hugged me and, and it, but it was nice. It was like. You know, I I appreciated being hugged. Yeah. It was fine. And (laughs) our friend Alex, initially we were outside and it was raining and I didn't have an umbrella. And after I had made fun of my friend Alex for having an umbrella. (laughs) And I was like, I don't need an umbrella. I have a hood. And then I got down there. I was like, I should probably have an umbrella. And so Alex lent me her umbrella, which was really sweet of her. And her husband brought it down with a coffee because I forgot my coffee. And I was like, and I had loaded up my pockets with like granola bars and stuff like that. But I had forgotten coffee. So I got it. That was nice to get a coffee. I stood with the other um, city councilors and we had a great time laughing and shaking hands. And I would just say, I'm Gretchen Schaefer. Thanks for voting. Hi, thanks for coming out today. Thanks for voting. I'm Gretchen Schaefer. Thanks for voting (laughs) all day long to the point that yesterday I had to call the school (laughs) for um, Ingrid School and I called and I said hi I'm Gretchen Schaefer (laughs) and then I stopped and I was like wait that's not how you talk on the phone (laughs) and I said uh I'm Ingrid's mom and I am calling because I need to tell her blah 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 get a message to her and I was like oh my god Gretchen stop it and at the end of the day um, a student came by from my school that had a shirt on that said cross country so I looked at it and like the way my brain worked, I went, oh, hi, I'm Gretchen. Thanks for running. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to try to like explain it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I've been talking all day. I I work there. It says cross country. I'm sorry. And the student was just like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, you weirdo. So that was one of my incidents. Um, Oh, that is awesome. One Dave dropped by with a water and some snacks for me at one point, and that was kind of nice. And one of the other women who was running, uh, her treasurer brought us a large pizza, so we were all like huddled around the trash can eating a pizza. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Um, but it all felt very it, like the group that I was standing with are all people who are pretty like minded, and so we just laughed and laughed. And and um, one woman who run who didn't win, who I honestly thought was gonna beat me and I was like totally excited to have her as my counselor and I want her to run again and I will happily vote I don't think I can say that now <laughs> yeah. but anyway I hope she runs again because yeah. she I think she'd be great but she was I haven't been sworn in yet so I think I can say it right this second <laughs> anyway <laughs> she was a riot and we are both about the same age so we were like oh my god 43 our hips <laughs> our feet we're dying and then like if we drop something you had to like you know like if you drop something we because we stood the entire time the only time 
we sat down was if we had to go to the bathroom. And so we'd go to the bathroom, we'd come back and be like, I sat extra. And I would, I would like go and I'd pee and I'd be like, Ugh. all right. And, uh, and at one point she went to the bathroom, I didn't see her come back. And I was like, and someone came in who I knew she knew. And I was like, oh, I, I think she's going to be back anytime. She's, you know, she went to the bathroom and it goes, no, I'm right here. And I was like, oh, thank God. Cause I thought maybe you got stuck. <laughs> Because every time we like, like if we drop something and squat it down to get it, we would be like locked in position because it was literally standing on our feet, shaking hands for 13 hours. Did you bring some Purell? Oh, yeah. When I was leaving, the health center people were leaving the Monday night at the same time as me. And the health center people yelled across, bring hand sanitizer. It's cold and flu season. I was like, oh, that is a good idea. Like I hadn't even yeah. thought of that. And I actually went to Rite Aid and got a bottle and I basically did it every 30 minutes and before I put anything in my mouth. Like if I was going to eat a piece of pizza, I hand sand up, went over and then ate the pizza. And I was trying to be really good about and not and not just and I not because of me, because of everyone else, because I mean, you're just shaking hands. It's just a germ factory. Yeah. You know, well, when I went and shook, I just shook a couple hands and I felt gross. Yeah. I feel like I had a film on my hands just from that. Yeah. Yeah, so I should I mean, hands. obviously it was in my head. Another tip is that um, I wear a ring on my right hand. I should have taken it off for that day because it kept crushing my fingers. And not a lot of people wear rings on their right hand. So maybe it wouldn't be an issue. But I was like, oh, I should have like left that at home because a couple handshakes were really working on those <laughs> finger bones. So how did I find out? So that was, was a long day. And then we all were meeting at um, a local bar. And I went and I literally sat in a chair and I had a single beer and was so exhausted and I waited till one of my other friends from another race showed up because I wanted to see her and then as soon as she got there I gave her a hug and said oh good job I can't wait to hear what happens and then I went home and I came home and I was just cooked and I knew it was going to be a long time before there were results so I was like I'm just going to go to bed so I went to bed talked to Dave a bit and then I tried to fall asleep but I'm reading so I shook hands for 14 13 hours and I'm reading a book called Lilac Girls, which is great, but it's about the Holocaust. And I just kept having these dreams of like, like hands coming at me. But it was sort of like a blend between people sticking their hand out to shake it and like hands coming up because they were talking about being on this bus and the people reaching out for food. So it was just this like really tumultuous dream. And I woke up probably about 1.15. And I was like, well, I'll check. And there's nothing. And then my internet died and apparently it died from one of my friends. So I don't know if it was just no one else knows because it was at one fifteen. So my internet died and I didn't want to get out of bed and go like try to restart it. So I was on my data, but my data's throttled once you use so much and it resets tomorrow. So it was at the end of that. So it's slow data. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, so I'm just kind of playing around. And my friend Andy, who has been my best friend since first grade, messages me and says, I got up to pee and I can't and I checked and now I can't go back to sleep. I can't believe there's no results. It's 2018. Come on now. Where's the results? And I was like, oh, I know. And so we were going back for this and my internet doesn't even work. And so finally I said, look, I, I'm, I'm annoyed trying to refresh this page because I keep I kept hitting the wrong town and I was on my phone. It was crazy. So I was like, I'm, I'm not going to look. Just message me when you know the answer. And then we just talked about other stuff. So also then we talked for a while and at one thirty two because he posted about it. I don't know if you saw it. I could see his post. I don't. I'm not his um, friend on Facebook. He tagged me. So I, I saw some other people like it that I don't, wasn't sure we're friends. But at one so at one thirty two, he said, you won. And I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> he said, no, you did. And I was like, no, there's no way. And he said, you came in third. And I was like, no. And so I pulled it up. And about probably 10 minutes after that, I got a 
email from the city manager with a PDF that confirmed that I had won by 10 votes. Oh my God. And then we were like, well, is that official? Is that it? Is there, or before, before I got the letter from the city manager, we're like, does that include absentee? Is that it? Like, is that a hundred percent? Is it all done? We couldn't figure out if it was. And then I got the letter from the city manager. These are the final results. And so they work that late on election night. Oh, they work until it's done. Wow. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I was like, oh, I won. So here I am at 1.30 in the morning. In bed. In bed. Everyone's <laughs> asleep. And I won. So then I texted all my friends. and I was like, hey, I won. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And my friend Alex, who I borrowed the umbrella from, is uh, quite pregnant. And so she doesn't sleep through the night. And yeah. so she woke up and went to pee and checked. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And so I started talking to her. And then. Another friend, Erica, was up for whatever reason, and she chimed in. And the one night that Kelly <laughs> isn't up with crippling insomnia, staring at her phone, was election night, which I'm so glad you got a good night's sleep. We missed no, you by I, like an hour. You did, because you saw eyes. Yeah. I, I went, and actually I was having the best night's sleep of my life that night. Well, the best night's sleep I've had since school started. Because I was sleeping great this summer. But I woke, I think Maxwell woke up. That's what happened. And I went. I felt the disturbance in the force. And I looked at my phone and it said 155 (laughs) messages. And the worst part is I thought initially I thought, oh, she must have won. But then I thought, well, if she didn't win, then they were there discussing it. But it wasn't. I had to scroll through all those messages and it wasn't explicitly clear until I got all the way to the top. Like, it looked like you did, but then there were some jokes in there. And so then I was wide awake. I was like, oh my gosh, James, Gretchen won. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I knew she was going to win. Because the uh, whole time he kept being like, every probably every other week, he'd say, hey, what is Gretchen going to do? <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? And he said, you know she's going to win. And I go, yeah, well, she's going to be on city council. She's going to be so busy. How is she going to do it? Like, he kept going on. And on. So he he never doubted. I mean, he was always uh, like, she's definitely going to win. I mean, there's never a doubt in in his awesome. mind. So I tell him at 3.50 in the morning, she won. Yeah. <laughs> like, shocker. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I won by 10 votes. Oh and so gosh. then when the girls got up, Willa came in and said, did you win? And I said, yeah, I did. <gasps> You did? I said, yeah. She goes, uh, we had Lunchables for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate Lunchables. Oh, I, I do hate too. them. So I'm they like, should burn those. I hate, well, I'm like, Ugh. I just think they're kind of dumb anyway. And if I made a tray of Ritz crackers and cheese circles and ham circles, yeah. they wouldn't eat it. Yep. But they beg for Lunchables. She goes, I had Lunchables. I had the nacho kind. And I was like, well, congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. So then Ingrid was taking longer to wake up and so she went and she's like what happened and because I am the worst I gave her I showed her my phone with the PDF results I said you tell me do the math <laughs> so she was like you won you won you won my 10 votes see mom this is it every vote matters this is why people need to vote this is why people need to vote mom see this is exactly why because every vote matters if 10 if 11 people hadn't come out and voted for you you wouldn't have won this is why every vote matters so she was very excited so she's quite excited then she went to school and apparently all her teachers like oh congratulations to your mom and she was like oh god yeah yeah all embarrassed but well we were driving down the street the day of election day i was taking the kids to school 
James had an early meeting uh, that day and Cameron was reading some of the signs of other people who are running and I said oh do you think I should vote for them and it was this long pause (laughs) no because you know mommy if kids could vote I'd be voting for Gretchen <laughs> yes Locked down the kid so vote. cute I laughed so hard it was the cutest little thing and it wasn't even the same it wasn't even a city council like he didn't understand all the different right 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 races but so so yeah so it's pretty exciting and I have my I met with some of the city staff yesterday to get some paperwork and I meet with everyone and the whole council meets tonight and then I'm sworn in next Wednesday. So I did ask them, you know, would it be appropriate if I brought my family? And they said, oh yeah, absolutely, which I want to do because it has been a very long time since there has been a working mom as a city councilor. I believe there has been some in the past, but it's been a while, not since, not in the last long time. So I... Oh, so the three who are on council, they do not have children? They do not have children. Oh, and that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I've always um, sort of shied away from running because I do have kids, but now they're bigger and like they they are independent. So I can like today I have an appointment and Ingrid can pick up her sister from school and walk her home and it's fine. It's not I don't they don't need to be fully supervised hundred percent of the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little better. I'm also so for as for all the other things. So part of this is that so I'm finishing my MBA this semester, so that will be done. Um. I am in as in in December. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'll be done with that in December. That, was, that went so fast. Yeah. I give you such a hard time for doing that. Yeah. No, it's done. And it's over. So uh, so that gives me some time. I have like some of the other committees and stuff like PTO. I'm not going to be able to do that because of meeting conflicts in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drop some of the things. But you know, but I've done PTO for eight years mm-hmm. and have met a lot of people that probably that I know there were people that voted for me because of that and I know that one of the other uh, groups that I work with um, someone stopped me in the line said that a woman who I serve with on that group who doesn't live in our city was texting her to say you got to vote for her she's good so you know those are the doors that I've knocked is by serving and volunteering and being on these committees and boards and all of that Um, so I'm excited so it'll be good yeah I'm so excited I'm so excited that you won too. And you were only stressing me out near the end about not winning. I mean, I always, I never questioned that you would win until near the end because you weren't, you initially, you didn't seem too stressed about the doors. But near the end, the last couple of weeks, I feel like this door thing really was in my head too. Like, oh, everyone's well, going to be my, doing the doors. So I, yeah. I thought, oh, well, geez, because like you said, the research shows. But well, and other people who I would hear that they were doing two thousand doors, right? Uh, and I just didn't, I couldn't. So I was like, well, next year after I lose, I'll keep my signs, keep my big signs. I have, and the other part too is that, um. If I had lost, or if I like so many other things, I know now. Like I know what kind of signs to get. My mm-hmm. accounts are already established. I know what I would want to do. I know how I would want to do certain things differently. Um, I know how it would impact my life. I know how I could make do different things or make different things happen. So now that I have all that information, so I felt like I would be really prepared to run again and be and be successful if I ran a second time. So it was definitely a good learning experience. And thanks to those. 10 voters, who which is all of you. <laughs> and so that was fun. Well, it's kind of like, 
what I, I tell this to students all the time, though, because, I mean, you must see this in your program, too, where students will kind of get each other um, anxious about how they're studying. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I studied for <clears throat> 12 hours. Right. And I did flashcards. And, oh, you didn't read the lectures 15 times? Ooh, you're in trouble. And I used to find myself getting caught in that, too, as a student. But I would do my own thing and if you and it didn't mean that I wasn't going to do well I mean I think there are different approaches for different people mm-hmm. and different districts too because yeah. I know um, my colleague's husband were uh, ran for office in Bangor but it was where our districts are divided what is that representative mm-hmm. state representative and um, they're in a, a low income district and they did a lot of doors but they kind of like merged it with service which is similar to what you do, mm-hmm. but your service is applied to more like the school or, you know, more, an organized service where theirs was more like individualized personal service. So I don't know. I, I so think there, that, I mean, you obviously did did what you needed to do to win. And there were also a couple moments in line where I felt like it was, like I was glad I was doing it. Yeah. So if one was an elderly woman had gone in and voted and left and then walked back towards us with tears in her eyes and she was so upset and she said it's the IRS on the phone and they're going to take all my social security and so the three of us sitting there were like this is a scam and she doesn't have anyone to tell her that so one person said would you like me to talk to them and so she took the phone and talked so and said okay I'm who is this okay if you can't tell me who you are I'm going to have to hang up and hung up and then we kind of gave the woman some ideas on what she should do Um, and then another woman came through and was asking about these planters on Main Street what did, why did we spend $25,000 on these horrible ugly planners blah 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 and the uh, and the the answer was well you know it's a security measure and it's because there's been you know in other areas there's been these you know truck attacks and things like that kind of went back and forth and said maybe if you just think of it as a really pretty barricade versus a really ugly planter Mm. think of it that way she's like oh yeah okay and I was kind of like I'm able to interpret things like that and I don't know it was just those were things with like yeah see I can I mean it's not gonna be planters and barricades but it was sort of listening to what the issue was and it was just like a a snapshot of what someone might complain about and I know there's gonna be so many other bigger stronger Mm -hmm. things that I'm gonna get complaints about or have to deal with but it was sort of interesting to I don't know well, I saw in our Facebook thread that <clears throat> people were questioning why they were narrowing the roads over on the Exchange Street block in downtown mm-hmm. Bangor. And I was talking to James about it, and he was telling me all the reasons, and they were... And, but when you hear the initial complaint, I can't remember. Did you see that one yep. in the thread? Yep. They they made a really good argument. I thought, oh, weird. I wonder why they are doing that. But then I talked to James, and there are all these safety reasons why they expanded the sidewalks yep. and decreased the road to you know reduce speed and pedestrian safety. And so there's of, often is really good reasoning right. for decisions that are made, or it's happening from you know other fields or professions that you wouldn't think yes play into these decisions. Yep. But communication so, is a. And the other great thing about election night is that Maine has its first female yes, governor. Yes. And in Maine, we are one of the states that now has what they call the trifecta, which is that our all three, um, the the two houses of our legislature and our governor are all uh, Democrat. 
which means that you can do a lot when you have a super majority like that. So that was also pretty exciting. And and actually, while I was doing um, the line, both uh, Janet Mills, who was our new governor, and Jared Golden, who we're hoping is we have ranked choice voting, the only state in the country, and this is the first time we're using it, who is uh, looking looking pretty good to be our next um, congressman. Both came through and I got pictures with them and I sent them to my daughter and she was so excited. She was like, oh my God, who is that? This is crazy. So anyway. Did, when do you think we'll know about the golden? Next week. Okay. Yeah. So, want to wrap up our return and election update with our favorite things? Yes. What? Do you have another question? No. Oh. Mine, you know what mine's going to be? No. My new faucet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep. So... My sister sent me, a, her husband is a plumber, and they sent me a new faucet for my sink. And I love it. And you know the reason I needed a new faucet. <laughs> I do. I do. <coughs> you know, for her Vitamix, which P.S., I think it was might have been yesterday or the day before. We, uh, we have smoothies at our house every single morning for breakfast. Yeah. With the ninja that yeah. I think, I don't know how old my ninja is, but. Four years, maybe, okay. or more. And James said, "Yeah, we really do need to get a Vitamix." <laughs> and I knew it. I said it from the get go. I was yeah. like, "You let James get a hold of this, and I am." Well, they in were on trouble. sale. They're a pretty good deal on, on the refurbished ones. But I anyway. saw that. I did see that recently. Um, so a the though. faucet that I had was a fixed, like a just a little gooseneck and two handles, and not there. I had no sprayer at all. And so it was always a pain. And to get my Vitamix under it was always like it was just barely cleared. It was just weird. So my sister sent me this new faucet, which has this huge arc and it has one handle and it has a pull down sprayer. And so I'm like spraying the corners of my sink. But the coolest thing on this is it has it's a Delta faucet and it has what's called shield spray. And it you turn on shield spray and it gives you this like one single laser sharp bead of water to like clean into like I was cleaning out a glass and it would just like peel off all the smoothie like the smoothie sludge or whatever and then around it is this bubble of water that comes out so all the stuff that it's spraying off does like is contained in the bubble so it doesn't splash on you or splash around it is so cool so I love my new um, shield spray so Kelly you don't get to have a favorite thing what because you get a birthday present oh gosh so I'm giving you a birthday present because Kelly is, is about it? to be 11. 11? <laughs> what, 34? 35. 35? Oh, she's about to be 35. Wow, great. That's like a serious official mid-30s. I'm getting a birthday. Well, she was so weird And the wrapping paper is... Uh, pink, which is my favorite color. Pink, and it's also in a Hannaford bag. So this is your birthday present. Oh, so and so we hope it fits. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So it's a Balancing Chaos shirt. It says Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen t-shirt. Because Gretchen has one, but I didn't have one. Oh my gosh, she's being so weird at the beginning of the podcast. I go, <laughs> oh shoot, I forgot to think of my favorite thing. And she wasn't looking me in the eye and she goes, it's fine. You don't need one. And I was like, wow. And she's not really a grouchy person. So I was like, hmm. And then I go, well, what's the... Well, what is something happening that I don't know about? And she's fixing the computer like all business. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And then you started. So I thought maybe we're not doing favorite things. No. So I know that that's oh, going to be your favorite thing. That is However, so, so my sister had gotten me mine. So I texted her because I was trying to figure out how to do it 
online. I was like, look, can you go back to the store that did mine and just get one for her? So I asked James for your size and I didn't get the size he recommended because Kate was like, I don't think this is the size. This looks like a little boy. And I said, well, she's little. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want it any. This is. Yeah. So that's a medium. And yeah. she's like, even then, it's kind of small. It is. Yeah. And, um, and these so, must be kid sizes. I don't know. But it's the same. It's like the same kind as mine. And mine was like a large or whatever. So. We'll but my text is a, well, my text is a lot bigger because I have a little bit more billboard <laughs> in the front <laughs> than Kelly does. <laughs> Well, I have to get a picture with these. Yes. So that I was is... trying to look for one when you won the election of us together. And we only have two pictures of us, the two of us together. One is... <laughs> <laughs> one is just... The Christmas tree one? We, had, we did a Christmas tree one. Oh, but yeah. But I deleted either. it because that one was so bad. But there was one from the night we were at Erica's. Oh, God. And we were... Oh, my gosh. We were so wound up. And we... We were wound up. Really wound up. And the, it's not a good picture. <laughs> and then the only other one was when I signed your city council paperwork. Yeah, we need... And I had pajamas on. Well, we are going to have lots of opportunities to do some cool stuff coming up. So I... Now, the other thing is that I go to Jamaica in mm-hmm. nine days. Did you tell them about that? Two. Uh, that your new city council position. Yes, I did. They were like, oh, can you come in? Like the Harvest Fest is coming up. And they're like, oh, we have councillors introduce the guests. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be out of the country. And uh, oh, we're going to Jamaica. So it's going to be fun. But I'm going to Jamaica. Actually, somebody who listens to us um, and so in another area, I was talking about how I was going to be in Jamaica for Thanksgiving. And she said, are you going to the same place Kelly went? <laughs> <laughs> or are you going next door? Yeah. To I went? <laughs> so no, we are going to a family resort, family friendly resort, and my sister's family is going to be there, and my parents and my family, and so we're going to be there. So we probably so this is our election update. We are going to be coming back. We'll be coming back. I think we'll we I don't know if I don't, we might get an episode in before then, but probably not. But when we come back from Jamaica big things in store that we can't talk about just yet but don't give up on balancing chaos because we're gonna have some cool stuff happening after december 1st we're back in action baby we're back in action and locked and loaded and we have so many good ideas and we're gonna have a lot more resources to at our disposal true coming up yeah so can't talk about it right now though but it's coming. So this is just to let you know what happened with my campaign to check in to say that this is an of all the things somebody said, I like one of someone who likes our show said, I totally understand if this is the ball that drops now that you've won. And I was like, no, this is I this is like the thing I want to keep because I like doing this. This is fun. And this is my fun thing, especially once the new developments happen. It'll be a lot easier to do anyway, because can be just, oh, I have to sit and talk to Kelly for an hour a week. I can totally do that. Yeah. And then some other little fun things, too. So we are not giving up this because I won. We're just updating you. We hope that if you ran for office, you won, too, or at least voted for strong women. Or maybe now you may consider running for office. Yes. I'm happy to answer questions if you shoot me an email. So you can always find us on Facebook at the Balancing Chaos Podcast, or you can email us at balancingchaospodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram. Going to post some Instagram stuff here pretty soon. Uh, Maybe you'll post some... Maybe after December 1st, I can post some clues as to what our resources will be. (laughs) And other than that, we hope you have a great week or two. And I will definitely be back after Jamaica. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.